Hey, today we are talking about knowing yourself and truly trusting who you're supposed to be. And if you've been struggling with people kind of shooting you down or people attacking you for showing up and deciding that you want to live life on your terms, and I think if you've started this journey, you've already started to feel those daggers kind of come at you. Um, if that's what you've been feeling, we're covering that today. And the inconsistencies of that and the true fact of the matter, which is you can trust who you're meant to show up in this world as. And I think so many times we're talked out of that trusting and that knowing. And more than anything, I just want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to just know. It's okay for you to stand up for yourself. It's okay for you to want to be what you want to be in this world. It's okay. Keep going. Keep moving forward. Keep standing up for yourself. Keep standing up for something. You owe it to yourself. Let's dive in. Have you ever wondered how to live the life that you want? Have you ever sat and really allowed yourself to dream about it and start writing down action steps to go after those things. If you haven't, welcome, because most of us haven't. And I honestly woke up at the age of 30 and realized that I had one dream left for my life and that that wasn't going to be enough. And that I couldn't just keep kind of riding the tide of what my life was gonna look like. I couldn't just keep signing up for what everyone else had envisioned for my life except for me. And so that year I put my foot down and I said, I wanna be about things that I wanna be about. I wanna say in my life. And if that's something that you need, then this is it. We're coming at you every day, calling for you to live bigger, to cut and overcome your limiting beliefs and to align your life, to have a say, to be that person. If that's what you need, come here every day. We have you. Join our community, start rising up, and start taking your life back. You are worth it. You are beyond worth everything that you deserve. Everything that you can dream you want for your life, you are worth. And that's what we're about here. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome this morning. Just say morning. I don't know when you're listening to this. I apologize. Okay. Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. I think yesterday, my great thing was seeing my four-year-old's boldness in action. I've always noticed that she's bold beyond her years. Um, but yesterday it was like, whoa, this girl is on another level. And 
Okay, so we went to the park, just the park down the street, and uh, first and second grade class happened to be playing there. And she was playing tag with my kindergartner and her, right? So she's a four-year-old, the youngest out of anyone playing here. And they're playing tag, and one of the oldest boys... (laughs) yells to Baylor and Emery, my two girls, I got you. And he's pointing at Baylor. And Baylor looks at him and she goes, no, no, I am with my sister. And if you didn't get her, then you didn't get me. You have to get both of us because I'm with her. And the boy just looks at her and kind of looks at his other friends like, what is that right? Are those the rules? And looks back at Baylor as if to like test her or call her out or something. And Baylor just goes, so you didn't get me. And he turns to his friends and he goes, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't. Okay. And he turns back to Baylor, okay, I didn't get you yet then. And they just go on playing. And I'm like, wow. Right? And so then they keep playing. And then I think she begins to realize that she's now in power. She is the power player in this game. And when all the other kids like run away, when the tagger gets close... Baylor, and I think that's such a natural reaction. In fact, as I was sitting there watching them play, I remember that feeling, you know, when you're playing tag and like the scariest thing ever is that they're going to tag you. And so like you just run and dash through anyone and anything possible to not get tagged. And I don't know if Baylor didn't have that feeling, but from that point on, Instead of turning and running when they would get close to her, she would turn at the instant that the person was going to tag her. She would turn and growl as if that was going to scare them, as if she was some sort of wild animal that was maybe going to bite them. And the more amazing thing was I watched her do this about five times. The more amazing thing was they never tagged her. Like they actually ran away (laughs) from the growling. And I don't know. I, I, what I think is amazing is that you're just gifted your being. Like, however that happens, and I know for Baylor, who has been fierce since the second she was born, I know for her, what a gift. And so, you know, and on the flip side, my seven-year-old is very much a feeler. We almost had to stay at the um, gardens that we were at because she saw an owl that was like chained to its little post and the owl 
look like it wanted to fly away. And I didn't know if she was going to leave. Her heart was just broken. And we talked about that owl probably for at least half of the rest of the day. And it kind of kept coming up on the trip like, but that owl, oh, that cute little owl. I just, oh, it just wanted to fly. It just wanted to leave. And, you know, these are two very different ends of the spectrum type children trust um they have things in common but there aren't many and their demeanor definitely is not one and the second that you meet the two of them you know and i think you know the great thing is this realization of their differences and almost the exploitation of them and making sure that they stay true to those things. Right. And so last night when we laid down, I just said a prayer over both of them and the, my oldest, I just said like, please don't break her heart right when she gets out into this world. Eventually she's going to realize that there are some things she's just going to have to let go that there are just some things, we can't save all the owls, right? And I think that's going to be so hard for her. And please don't break her heart right when she gets out there. And my next one was just that my youngest never loses that boldness, right? And for me, you know, I think had I not gone down this journey, I don't know that I would have helped Baylor to grow that. And I think that's been one of my biggest goals is to grow my children right along with myself. But I think you have to know who you are in order to help others grow. And so most importantly, I'm doing this for those two. And I think being able to realize the gifts that they bring into this world and being able to pray and help them protect those things is one of the biggest gifts that I can give, right? And not not gifts like, oh, just give them things, just give them opportunities, just make sure that you pour money into them because that will lead to all the things, which no doubt, right? I've seen plenty of people have great outcomes because of that. But I think more than anything, I don't want them to have to go down this rediscovery path that I did because they were told somewhere along the way and believed somewhere along the way these gifts that they had that they brought into this world were no good right and so on my own rediscovery path i realized that baylor has qualities that i am certain in fact i know that i had growing up and so Yesterday, my great thing was seeing this and realizing that that's such a strength. And it was a strength that I had been afraid of. It was a strength that I had been trying to hide. And it's a strength that I don't ever want Baylor to hide from. 
right? And so many times, that's what happens. Weaker people or people who haven't done the work, right? This isn't a hate session. People who haven't done the work on themselves will try to bring you down based on that. And a lot of times the narrative will sound like them trying to disempower the one strength that you know you bring to this world. And that sucks, right? But I think my great thing from yesterday was realizing that strength, both strengths, right? My daughters and my other daughters, um, realizing both of those things and being able to help them realize it and help them not hide from it. And that's the hardest part. So my great thing was just realizing it, just knowing that these are amazing things about both of them and they're amazingly different. Um, but that's a part of their story and how they work so well together and how they continue their relationships together and our relationships with them as their parents and family. So go ahead and take time today to recognize yourself for something great that you've accomplished, right? And look, I didn't even accomplish that. I just was sitting present and recognizing something. And that's a big deal. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive in. I think on this topic of Ugh, ugh, this is a deep, dark topic. It's not all that dark, okay? Don't worry. Don't be afraid. There is light. There's light at the end. <laughs> but I do think here we can take heed, right? Know this, good people. Anywhere that you show up strong in this world, there will be a line of people working to dissolve that strength. And even if they're champions of it early on, they may become intimidated <laughs> down the road. And so while they may have been someone who spoke to and championed you as a person, that could flip at any point, which is why it is essential for you to be aware. And if you aren't aware of what your strengths are, hmm, I would go ahead and look back at the things you've been made fun of for or been disciplined for. Those are probably some of your strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my friends literally has a podcast on what she was disciplined for her entire life. Like that's actually how she makes all of her money. The exact reason she got written up her whole life. <laughs> if you want to check that out, that's Karina. Guess what? Talks too much podcast. Now, the reason that this is important, is that so many times this is the culture. This is kind of the driving factor behind where we end up going in life, right? We end up going away from the things 
that we know about ourselves because we're told they aren't good. Okay. I know I like ran away from this idea that you could just think thoughts because I was told that I wasn't smart. So my thoughts are not valid. The ideas that I put into this world are not and could never be valid because they aren't actually intelligent. Right. And, you know, I think so many times we get belittled and misguided by people who are small themselves. And so if someone hasn't done that work, if someone hasn't taken time to realize the good about themselves, a lot of times it's easier to just cut other people down around them to make themselves feel bigger. I know. So go ahead and take note of the people around you that do that, right? And a lot of times it isn't big, blatant cuts. It's like in the small things, but that's exactly what we talk about. It's all of those small things put together that lead up to the big thing, right? It doesn't have to be one big, blatant thing. It can be a bunch of teeny, tiny little cuts. So it's like someone who isn't willing to acknowledge people doing great work, or they will, but it will also come with a jab. Or Someone who will acknowledge good things about you, but is always quick to point out the bad things as well, which there's no question, good people, there's no question that there's good and bad in everyone, but no one, I repeat, no one is going to find strength, goodness, and champion through someone cutting them down. Sorry, they just aren't. And this may be an unpopular opinion because I do believe in sunshine and good things, but I do believe that that's how you grow people, not the other way. Right? You can't possibly grow people from stabbing them. You can't. I don't want you to show up for the people, right? Build them. And they won't, they may, right? They may build past you. And that's a beautiful thing because you are a part of watering that seed, right? But what I want you to do is build trusting, trusting yourself, right? No one is going to take away from you. They aren't. But so often we're told the opposite, right? And I see this a lot. I I saw this in my past work life. I saw this and still see this um, with a lot of women who are um, scared, right? And we all are of kind of being being inexistent, not being important, not being the best 
because that's what we're told, right? You're supposed to be the best. You can't be the best if people are better than you. But I think it's just the opposite. Build those people better than you. That's only going to be a fruit of your labor. Don't try to outwork, outshine everybody to shine. It doesn't happen that way, right? If everybody's shining, you shine even brighter. You realize that. And I think we're just told to cut, 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 cut. Bring them down. Bring them down. Do not let them rise. Do not point out the great things about them. And I've seen fruits of the exact opposite. Of seeing teams of women and not adult women, which I don't know in working both ends of the spectrum, you would think teenage girls would be more difficult to work with. And I think it's actually the opposite. (laughs) Working with a group of middle-aged women seems to be much more challenging. And the crazier thing is, I found even in working with teenage girls, the hard part wasn't necessarily the teenage girls as much as it was their middle-aged mothers. (laughs) Interestingly enough, and you think that you're only dealing with the teenage girls, but in fact, you are not. And I think it's just this idea. And what I'm hoping is that slowly but surely, we're changing the next generation of women who are coming up and the next generation of women that we're all building and raising in that there isn't, there's room. There's room. We don't have to cut anybody down, right? We don't have to break them down the way we were all broken down growing up. Like, let's raise these women up. Let's help them find their stride. Let's start now. Right? My biggest hope is that I can save younger women from having to go through the 15 plus years that I went through trying to rediscover myself from all of the broken people who had broke me along my way. Right? That's my hope. If I can save you from going through that strife. And it's not like broken people weren't perfectly given to me because they absolutely were and they make this journey complete, right? This couldn't have happened without all of those experiences. And it's not like I wouldn't have gotten even more broken without them. I had so many beautiful people along my journey who not only broke me, but built me, right? And They broke me in ways of not trusting who I felt like I wanted to show up in this world. And they built me in ways of safety and security and building in ways that they knew and trusted and saw to be true. And so they weren't wrong. They were just trying to protect me from getting hurt, right? And so it was a broke and build. And I think the biggest thing is everybody's doing the best that they can 
and those people who came along in my life trying to save me from myself, <laughs> which is fair, I think only had my best interests at hand. And they were trying to protect the, me from things that they had felt in their lives. And so I don't, I don't think they were wrong at all for wanting to do that for me. In fact, I think in their way, they were saving me from them, right? And I think here's the deal. Bottom line, the only thing that I want you to get back to is you. And so when I pray over my children that they will stay true to who they are, keep their big heart, keep their boldness, I think that's in in a hopes that they never go down the path that I went down. And that was learning and knowing so early on that it wasn't really up to me, right? And that the way that I showed up in this world wasn't truly valid, didn't have any point to it. That the way that I was called to exist wasn't a way to exist at all. And I think that's such a hard line to walk. And so if you have people who are helping to guide you, who are helping to guide you towards success, I think a lot of times that guidance looks like a very traditional sense. And especially if you come from middle-class communities and you come from spaces similar to mine, that's what we're built to know, right? That's where we're built to exist more than anything. And it's hard to not be taken down by that. And it's even harder to show up true to yourself when most of the ships that are being steered are going towards that traditional route, are going towards this idea of deemed success routes. Right? And what does that look like, Hannah? What are you talking about? I'm talking about this idea that it has to look one way. And I think so many times we get talked out of trusting ourselves and trusting the way that we've been called to show up in this world more than other people calling us to show up in a different way, right? And I think I wish that I had trusted my boldness the way that I pray for my daughter to trust hers. I wish that I had trusted my own abilities. I wish that I had trusted my gut instinct to go this route 10 years ago. But if you don't know yourself and you don't trust yourself, and that's hard, especially when you're just starting out. So many times we're told to trust mentors and we're told to trust these people that we think have our best interests at hand, when in fact, a lot of times they just don't. And I think that's sad, but it's very true. And it's not that they 
they want what's best for you most times. Um, but if they're just getting to know you now, what you do they even know? Right? Do they know the things, the true being, or are you showing up as this different kind of person? Are you showing up as the person they want or the person you are? And I think that's where things go awry. So many times we shapeshift, or at least I know I certainly did. And I just kept shapeshifting to be whatever anybody wanted me to be. However they wanted me to show up, that's kind of who I would take on. And so when those people were trying to guide me, they were just guiding what they wanted, right? And I was just following. I honestly would have shapeshifted the rest of my life and I would have never stood up for anything had I not gone to that conference, had I not read the billion books, had I not honestly stood up for myself and started figuring out who I was and how I wanted to show up and seriously standing and saying that I wanted to live life on my terms, not everyone else's, not everyone else's vision of what success looked like, not everyone else's vision of what I was supposed to be in this world. I wanted to stand up for myself. I wanted things in this world that other people couldn't even conceptualize. And so when you start to stand for yourself, when you start to stand for anything, I don't care what it is, people start to feel threatened, especially if you're challenging things that they've been telling you, right? And you're questioning it. And then it gets even worse, right? When those things are similar to things that they want for their life. And so you can expect to start to feel daggers in your back. And that's part of it, right? And you can also trust yourself enough to run out of range, to stop allowing those people to sink their teeth into you, okay? And it's not that they don't, want what's best for you. Sometimes they just don't know, or sometimes there's just, there's a threatening pattern that comes with people trying to grow themselves and their own lives. And so people who aren't on that same journey will probably try to stop you or break you down. And you owe it to yourself to just keep running. You are never going to regret standing for yourself. The only thing you're going to regret is not doing it sooner. Not trusting who you're in this world called to be. Letting other people talk you out of that. And I know that that's so hard, right? Especially when those people are, quote unquote, successful. Letting them talk you out of who you are, and who you're meant to be. That's where you go wrong. Letting other people establish the terms for your life. Do you want to travel? Do you want to write? Do you want to speak? Do you want to 
run a company? Do you want to run your own company? Do you want to start a company? Do you want to move up and be in leadership? Do you want to X, Y, and Z? Do you want to coach? Do you want to inspire? Do you want to lead? Do you want to, I don't know. But I do know that if those are the things that you want, if those are the things that you want to make a stand for, saying those things out loud, thinking those things will likely scare someone at some point. And they may try to bring you down. And all I can tell you is that you have to be strong in what you know about yourself and start telling yourself that every day. That's why we end the podcast the way that we do, because I truly believe if you know these things, if you hear these things enough and you start thinking them and believing them, you can go do anything. You are wildly capable. We're just also wildly terrible at letting other people influence us past who we know to be true. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening today and every day. Seriously, this is my life work. This is what I've always dreamed to do. And you showing up and listening makes my dream come true and pushes me even harder to help other people realize that they're capable of living their dreams too. So thank you. If you want to and feel so compelled to sharing always helps to spread the message. So go ahead and get social. You can find the death of a dream everywhere. TikTok, uh, YouTube. I actually do a live recording of this podcast. If you want to see my uh, mannerisms, you can go over and head and check that out. I also do a daily vlog there of kind of my mental state in making myself a motivator. So you can go over there and check that out. All those things can be found at the death of a dream. Kind of the... Um, Visual makeup of what I speak to can be found on Pinterest, again, at the death of a dream. I know, it's crazy. Uh, And on TikTok, actually. So go ahead and search me out on all your socials, and I hope to see you there. If this helped you in any way, share it on your socials. Tag me at the death of a dream. Um, I would love to see what this is meaning to you. And, and... Go ahead and like and review this podcast. That's how you keep podcasts alive and give back to your favorite podcaster. So thank you so much for being here. I love and value this community so much.